The first time I met her, she was the lead singer for Holly in the Woods. Uh, now today she does publicity for some of the biggest names in the music industry. And she's by far one of the most badass women I've ever met. Uh, <laughs> Melissa Conradi, one of our 31 in 31. How are you? I'm good and you. <laughs> it's always great when we get the chance to chat to you. Oh man, it's always fun to, to, to be in pot. So I must come in and make a turn again. Absolutely. Well, I think you're so busy in any way. I don't know where you're going to find time. Oh, gosh, you're exactly my life. <laughs> <laughs> now, Mel, speaking of your life, we're going to go back like more than 10 years um, yeah. to to Holly in the Woods. Now, wow. how on earth did it happen that you ended up behind that mic literally as the female, front, as a front woman for a rock and roll band? Oh, man, I had a dream since a teenager to be a rock star. I don't want to be in this industry as a PR person. <laughs> I wanted to be the rock star. So, I mean, um, I moved up to Joburg from Epangeni to, to study music, to become a singer in a band. I uh, started a band, and it happened that uh, Holly in the Woods was, was the one that gave me that chance to really explore it. And it was amazing. Was it everything you expected from being a rock star? Gosh, no, I, I don't have my Grammy Award. So <laughs> I'm, I'm just, I'm, I, that, that target wasn't quite hit. But it, it was such a sweet journey. And I mean, the creative side, the performing side, the touring side, everything. It was just, it, it's something that, um, I feel like memory lapses. Where I'm just like, is that really where we performed? <laughs> I had one of those moments this morning. But it was just such an amazing experience. And just taking a look back um, where you started in the music industry and we'll chat about how you got into publicity in a second but taking a look at, at the industry um especially for the role of women in the music industry how has it changed from 10 15 years ago i mean uh, 10 15 years ago i was just trying to work my way up as a promo assistant in it and but i i really met a lot of women back then who were running their own companies who were quite strong in the field so um, I think it's something we've been very lucky with that the one have been there has obviously been predominantly run by males if you look at who the directors were in record labels and the ones running things but it's definitely started to shift and and you can really see it now I mean we have a WhatsApp group for, for all these powerful women in the industry that we share info in um, anyone needs a band book uh, we, if, if we know slots available for shows and things like that so we've, we've we're really empowering ourselves um, through the female spectrum of it. Never in my life have I heard yeah. something cooler than you have a WhatsApp group with powerful women in the music industry. These are the agents for, for um, Matthew Moore, Desmond and the Tutus, Jeremy Loops, all of these, all of these incredible booking agents and also PR people. So it's a bit of a, bit of a mixed bag, but it's amazing. And these, these women and the people they work with are just, uh, it's mind-blowing who's out there. Now, how did you then go from being the rock star that you were into deciding, now I'm going to make other people famous? Well, I got a job as a receptionist at a record label. And I was going to do it just to earn some money while my band gets going. And then I got sucked into the record label machine. I actually loved finding out how songs got into radio, music videos onto TV, interviews happen. How, how, how you break artists? Because all of this information would have been so amazing for me and my band to be able to know exactly what I need to do to grow my own career. 
But then suddenly it became so nice, Breaking Axe. I mean, one of my biggest albums in the early 2000s was White Stripes, um Elephant Album. What? Which I broke. And Seven Nation Army was one of the hardest songs to get on radio. And just suddenly went bang. And, and there's this adrenaline and this rush. <laughs> That is just something that you can't explain when you start seeing that type of success. And I was like, oh my word, I love this. And I just wanted more of it. So, and then the local acts came in, started working my way up in sheer music, and I was the, the bug bit. I was caught. This was done. <laughs> but I think that's what happens. I think, especially in the music industry, is if that's what you want to do, you'll find a freaking way to do it. Yeah. And you don't know what you want to do, always. You kind of have an idea of an interest you have, then you start exploring that interest. And suddenly you start getting a taste of what that interest can lead to. And then suddenly you find your direction. And it might take a couple of years, or it might be quick, but you end up on the path that you're meant to be on. And mine was always going to be music. And that's incredible, because I think, as well, like you mentioned the, the White Stripes thing now, but looking back... Was there ever like maybe another moment where you were standing somewhere at a show or you woke up in the morning and it hit you and you were like, this is why I do what I do? Skunk and Nancy, Santa Bank Arena, April 2000. <laughs> you had that one lined up. <laughs> that was me. That was me finished. It was one of my me- most memorable moments. And it was a couple of years before I started Holly in the Woods and I suddenly wanted to be this powerful front woman with that voice that just booms. And she had it. And she got onto stage, and there was the Stadium Green was packed, and she had everyone in the palm of her hand. She was playing with us like puppets. It was the most amazing experience. It was just such a vibe, and and that for me was what the power of music is, especially a live performance. And and that was twenty year old Mel just going, yes, yes, please. This is it. Yeah. Now, this is actually something I've been wondering about because you, music is such a big part of your life. It's literally what, it's your bread and butter. Um, Do you ever get home and you're like, I cannot physically turn on the radio right now? Or is it? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, the head gets sore, the ears get tired. You get to a point where you just want, that's where we watch TV and a bit of series. And you just want to hear voices speaking and story and something else that isn't music and it's good to take that break because if you constantly have to like have that sonic overload um it gets too much and i think it's the irony of the fact is that uh you kind of need to get away from what most people use to get away oh yeah oh yeah like uh, on friday we've got park life festival and it's a day for everyone else and they can go to park life have fun it's work for me. I'm there working with media. So there's still those days that that um, when everyone else got the day off, we're supplying the entertainment. Um, but we get to work in a pretty cool office. Now, Malik, if you, again, take a look back, and we, we've spoken about how the, the industry's changed a little bit for, for women as well. Was there? Have you ever had the experience where you had to fight harder and work harder because you were a woman? if I had to because I've always just been someone that just works hard just put your head down you get things done and you push through if there was ever challenges thrown in my way because of being a woman I, I don't know if I even would have seen them I would have probably just brushed it off seen it as another stumble block and just kept plowing your head type of thing so that's always been my head space I've, I've never gone into it thinking um, I need to fight for for female 
place in the industry. I just, I was just moving to find my place in it. I think that's always been my headspace. I love that, and I, I think that's a fantastic way to look at it, uh, because also as much as we want to fight for female empowerment and girl power in the industry, like if you're bloody good at what you do, then you kind of will pave that way for yourself eventually. Yeah, that's, I mean, a lot of things you don't have to worry about. If that's going to be an insecurity and a worry, it shouldn't even be there. Just get the job done. Just do what needs to be done. Put your head down and work. And that that's always the way I pushed forward. Even though we have a women's group where we help each other out, <laughs> it's just because of our, also the bond we have in the industry. But it's, it's, um, it's always been a thing for me of just, if you, if you know what you're doing, if you do it well, it'll work out. Absolutely. And now some, you do a lot of festivals and events and uh, yes, you're working at it, but some, some time you kind of put down the work hat and then we know how the industry works and then you kind of take out the, the tea and the cookies and, and you have fun after hours. Um, <laughs> when that happens, like what is rock star Melissa Conradi's go-to karaoke song? Oh gosh. <laughs> Uh, living on a prayer, Bon Jovi. <laughs> it's total 80s rock. It is. Oh, that's, that's me. <laughs> that's me. It's 80s rock. Bon Jovi, living on a prayer. I feel like if that song plays, chances are that I'll probably like break a hip or something because you've got to do the pelvic thrust with it as well. you got to do it. you got to try and hit that hard note. <laughs> Absolutely. That chorus powers and boom. <laughs> And then you break vocal cords with it as well, but that's what tequila's for. Exactly. See, I think I think that's the wisest thing. That's what out of this entire interview, that's what I'm gonna remember. Exactly. Tequila fixes it all. <laughs> Mel, who inspires you? Any strong, powerful woman? Yo, um there's been a couple along the way that have kind of shown me um things that you can't always learn at college, which um uh SJ from Stealing Love Jones was one of the first um local artists and like female fronted um, bands that, that I looked at and I was like, wow, my word, look at how she's running this business, look at what she's doing. So that's one of them. Uh, Karma from Henry Eight. I've worked with her a couple of times and oh, her that, business ethics and the way she gets things done is just incredible. That woman is just a force of nature. <laughs> she's insane. And these days for me, it's Louise Carver. Louise and I do a lot of things together as well and she's got so many businesses running apart from just being a singer with her jewelry business and all of that. So uh, there's so many of these women that I look at in the industry and I'm just like, oh, my word. And the weird the artists, I don't know, like there's, there's great publicists. There's Michelle Krauss, Lene Kruger, a lot of those women in the, behind the scenes. But for some reason, the ones who can still make in front of the scenes and keep their career running, something which I couldn't do, for me, it's just like, oh, hats off. But I think in, in that sense as well, like if you take a look back at your career, um, especially in the industry that you're working, I think a lot of people have tried to give you a lot of advice. What's the best and worst advice you've ever gotten? Oh, oh my gosh. Um, I, I think some of the best advice and something I've always kept your heart in the industry is like no one owes you anything. So don't treat and approach people like they have to do anything for you. So that's always been the main things, whatever I approach them with. Um, and that's the way you deal with media and anyone who's out there. It's just don't approach anyone with a, with a, I expect you to do this kind of thing. It's just a, a 
way of energy and a way of approaching and a way of dealing with people. Um, worst advice, oh gosh, I can't even think. That means you didn't um, take it, which is brilliant. <laughs> yeah, I can't think of any bad advice that was handed over to me. People have been pretty kind and, and great. Um, it, it'll, if, at the worst advice probably would be a drinking thing. It might be someone saying, you can do this line of shooters, you'll be fine. And then a vomit shot afterwards. Uh-huh. <laughs> but career-wise, no, it's been it's been oh, it's been pretty great. That's so that's in- good advice passed on. That's insane. But I also think it's it's about the people that you surround yourself with. Yeah, it's so 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 key. And I mean, I look at um, Damon Forbes, who I've been working with now for January. It'll be twenty years. The guy that gave me the receptionist job at his label. And since then, just worked my way up. And he's the guy who runs Lush Festival, Park Life Festival. He's Jeremy Loops' manager. Um, he's an incredible, incredible human. So, um, I mean, there's been like a constant for 20 years. And then there's like Rob Cowling from, from Gallo, um, who I've also been working with since January and are still working with the guys. So there's been like a, a really good stream of, of humans in my life. And I, th- I think that's one of the most important things. And we always, when we speak to students as well, is to kind of try to get them to to realize that and realize the importance of surrounding yourself with yeah. good humans. And it's hard because we're always chasing the dream. So you always want to go for the better money, the better position, and people will bounce and bounce and bounce from work. Um, and, and I had a lot of those opportunities along the way. Where I could have worked for other labels, but there was just something about staying with them and just just having this constant stream of of and also seeing them develop and trying new directions and careers and going from running a label to becoming an event promoter to an artist manager all of these things so so it is it's hard because you tend to to run after the income um and sometimes it's good and sometimes it's it's not so much but it is what it is and we have our paths that we follow you spoke about 20-year-old Melissa standing at the Skunk and Anzi show. If you could look back now, if I could, for some other reason, have a 16-year-old Mel stand in front of you, what would you tell her? You will learn how to play the guitar. <laughs> you will be incredible. That's when I started to learn to play the guitar. You will have a band. You are going to outdo yourself. Whatever you thought your dreams were, you have no idea what's coming your way, you go, and you are going to be the happiest person ever. 16-year-old now, you're going to have an awesome life. Like, that's goosebumps. I'm not 16-year-old Mel, but I felt that. Yeah, and 16-year-old Mel would have needed that. She was quite shy. I think that's, at the end of the day, the most important thing is, and I think that's why I've got so much respect for you, and it's come through so many times in like the last 10 minutes that we've been chatting, is the fact that the the support for other people and actually enjoying seeing other people succeed. I think that's so rare in this world, but when you find it, you need to nourish it because I think that's how we're going to make sure that this industry survives in that way. Yeah, we have to. I mean, for me, it's never been about me in this industry. It's always been about my artists. And I need to do the best job possible to to get them the best space in the industry. But it's also up to the music you make and the songs written. There's so many things. But at the end of the day, it's about them. And and, uh, that's always been my thing. My artists have always come first.
And and uh, I've got such respect for you as well to see how you've grown in the industry. And it's always a joy to FM and seeing your smiling faces and the whole crew and everyone you look after. You guys have also really been amazing for SM Music. So you've got to give the props out to Fuck FM. Thank you so much, Mel. And this, <laughs> this is why... We chose Melissa Conradi as one of our 31 in 31 women uh, because there's just so much in this industry that we can learn from each other. And this woman has been at the forefront of that for the last 17 years. Oh, thanks, lady. I really, really appreciate it. So much love.